friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough Podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back, or enjoy your drive, and let's get authentic, real, and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In Season 2, Episode 30, Sasha talks about how to help your kids battle cabin fever during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Welcome to the Brave Enough Show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to talk to you and get real today about what is happening in Bananaville, which is currently my home. (laughs) I'm going to hopefully give you some laughter and some encouragement during COVID-19 and some practical tips for those of you who have kids in the home on how you're surviving cabin fever. I want to encourage you, if you have not picked up a copy of Between Grit and Grace, it's really a book that I think all of us can relate to right now. I mean, who doesn't need a little grit and a lot of grace in their life during this pandemic as we balance changes in our work life, changes in our family life, changes in um, our relationships with others, and just a lot of disappointments, you know? I know so many of you have family members that are suffering or even that you've lost I know many of you have had to cancel important events, life events like birthdays and weddings and big anniversary trips and graduations and sporting events that your kids have worked so hard to, you know, reach a a certain milestone and you've had to cancel it. And I think there's just grief. And so I really want to encourage you through the book Between Grit and Grace. It's a affirming, encouraging book. And I think that you'll find something in there that will encourage you during this pandemic. So you can pick up a copy on Amazon or at Barnes and Noble or Target online or in the store. So today I want to talk about cabin fever. Okay. Y'all know I have four kids and their ages range from nine to 16. And my kids, I mean, this has been a major culture shock for them because they all are in activities like many of your children and especially, you know, high level sports and dance where they go for hours a week. I mean, I think my daughter spends 10 hours a week at the studio and she, or more, and she, um, is there five days a week preparing for dance competitions and that's gone right now. My boys all play competitive soccer and they're, they spend hours and hours playing soccer and basketball and that's gone right now. So they've gone from being gone all day at school to coming home, grabbing a bite, sometimes going directly from school to their evening activities, spending hours and hours all the weekends. You know, we, we never have a weekend where we don't have sporting events or dance something. They've gone from that to basically they have not left our house in almost four weeks. Um, it is a radical change and it has been culture shock for them. And so I thought today I would talk about the reality of that and some of the things that we've started doing and some of the things we quit doing because they were not working (laughs) and how we're just avoiding killing one another, to be quite honest, because let me tell you, there's a lot of testosterone in this house. There's a lot of puberty in this house. There's just, you know, there's six different 
um, personalities and priorities. And we're just trying to figure this out. So the first thing that I have learned that COVID-19 has taught me is to be flexible. Um, I can tell you that I started out thinking, okay, we're going to have a schedule. And I made a little whiteboard and I made a schedule of every day you're going to get up, you're going to take a shower, you're going to brush your teeth, you're going to get online at eight o'clock, you're going to have made your bed and done breakfast and done all these things so that you can get online so you can get your school done by two o'clock. And then from two to three, you're going to exercise. And then from three to four, you're going to read something. And then at four o'clock, you're going to come in the house, you're going to put away your laundry, you're going to pick up your rooms, and then we're going to have dinner. And I just had this ridiculous schedule for the, yeah, that lasted like three days, literally three days. And then I was like, what was I thinking? Because everybody has a different personality. Number one, number two, everybody has different schoolwork. Uh, some of my older kids, you know, their, their schoolwork is a very different pace. And from day to day it's, it's, it varies. Um, my little guy, you know, I've, I've really learned how long his attention span is. I mean, he can sit down for about 25 minutes and that's it. He's got to get up and move his body and he just starts getting antsy and he starts fiddling with things or he spills something or he starts moving his body, knocks something over, or he has a mental breakdown. And I, it took me a while to recognize like, Oh, okay. He's nine. I cannot treat him the same as my 12 year old daughter. I have to have him get up and move his body and do something and then come back to the seat. So we're doing lots of breaks and I've kind of just gotten a lot more flexible. I think flexible is the key right now to parenting during this crisis. The second thing is I am redefining what home life is. Um, I love order. I love cleanliness. I'm kind of a minimalist. I don't like anything on a counter. I don't like, you know, to keep stuff. And whenever my kids, you know, I was so excited when my kids got over like the toys stage. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, there's not going to be toys laying around everywhere. Well, I've had to just chill out about that because I have four children in a confined space and they are getting bored. So I've totally flipped the script on this and I'm redefining what an organized home life is. And what I mean by that is I'm letting my kids be really creative and pull out all the stuff, <laughs> which gives me massive anxiety. But I recognize that that's like my own issue. And I, as long as they put it away, that it's okay. And for example, my boys the other day were upstairs in our long hallway playing with golf clubs. I about had a stroke. I was like, what are you doing? This is super dangerous. And they had filled up red solo cups with water and they had ping pong balls and they were playing down this long hallway. They were doing like an obstacle course. And then I realized like, this is really creative and this is really inventive and they need to compete with each other. They need to compete. They need to have something. They're so used to competing in soccer and basketball that they have to have something physically that they're competing with and mentally that they're just like, they're so driven to do this. So you know what? I was like, what do y'all need? And they're like, mom, we need more ping pong balls. I ordered those from Amazon. They're like, we need this, we need that. And now I'm like, before I would never let them have water and, you know, cups of water upstairs on car with ping pong balls and their actual golf clubs. But now I'm like, okay, so what if we have to repaint the walls? Is that really the biggest issue? Who's coming over right now? No one. <laughs> Same with my younger two. 
they are being super creative and they're doing all these crazy things. They want to bring out tents and they want to bring out all the craft supplies and they're building and making all these potions and they're doing just banana stuff that makes my like anal retentive, you know, radar go off the chart. But the truth is that they need an outlet and that they are bored and that they need to be creative right now. So I'm just redefining what organized is and I'm letting my house be a little messy and I'm letting my house be a little chaotic and I'm taking a deep breath and I'm just encouraging my kids to try something new. The third thing that we're doing is new skills. Okay. This is, these are life skills. I mean, I thought of this the other day. I thought, you know, when in my kid's life, will I ever be able to teach them to cook? The truth is not, I don't cook that much. I have a full-time job and my kids are all gone at night. And most of the time it's our nanny or our house uh, manager who's throwing something in the crock pot or cooking for us a couple days a week. And then the other days we're eating leftovers or we're grabbing something and I may cook on Sundays, but that's pretty much it. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to teach my kids how to cook because why not? When are they going to learn this life skill? Let's do it now. My boys are and my daughter are outside um, helping to build a frame a building right now. You know, I walked in, I saw my boys all had power tools and I about fell over. But then I thought, you know what? They're going to learn how to do this. They're going to learn how to frame a building. The truth is that they would never have time to do that before because they would be so busy. But now's a great time to learn these skills, yard work, planting things, all of these types of things. I'm actually thinking, okay, what are some life skills that you can try and fail during this cabin fever so that you can kind of learn a new skill or learn something else? Some people, they're having their kids learn Spanish. I'm having my kids frame a building. (laughs) It may be child labor, but I don't know. Don't judge. Just join. Don't judge. Um, the other thing is, you know, non-screen time. Okay, let's be real. Like, that is a real struggle right now in our house. We have the limits. Um, you know, we have the app. The I think it's Life or Our Pack, and that's what we use. Um, it's an app where you can actually lock your kids' devices down. And we've set limits on that. But it's... I mean, it's hard. They're here 24 seven and they want to watch something or they want to do something. So we've been having family episodes. Like we've been watching hilarious old episodes of some different TV shows and movies and trying to encourage kind of some family time with that. But it is really, really hard. I would say it's probably the biggest challenge. We're also having daily Q and A's on COVID-19. What did you read today? I mean, I have teenagers, they're online. They're reading scary things that scare them. They're reading wrong things. Um, They're reading truth that scares them. So I think that one of the things I've recognized is as much as I don't want to talk about it at the end of my workday, I got to come home and talk about it with my kids and ask them, how are you doing? What did you read today? Did you read anything that scared you? Did you read anything that confused you? Did you read anything that made you sad? Let's talk about it. I think just talking about the reality of it that we're in and doing kind of mental check-in with them is just important. Um, And so I hope I've given you some tips. You know, I think we just have to be flexible right now in our parenting. 
I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do this. I think everybody has things that, you know, every kid is different. That's one thing I've learned through this is here we are in the same environment with the same parents. You would think that everybody was handling this the same, but we're not. We're all handling it different ways and just giving each other space, giving each other quiet time. I'm a big fan of quiet time. I've implemented that since my kids were little from one to three in the afternoons. We're kind of gone back to that. since everybody's home, go to your room, have some quiet time. And just to loosen the the rules a little bit, I started off being so regimented and scheduled and I'm realizing that in week four, it's really not working anymore. So I got to pause and pivot. I hope that you're all surviving in your lives with your kids and your family and give me some feedback. If you like these, I'll keep them coming. Uh, post if you if you like these episodes, if they're encouraging to you, please subscribe and like the show on iTunes. It helps me bump to the top and keep going. And I just so appreciate, appreciate all of you, my listeners, and those of you who have reached out and just encouraged me during this time as well. I just, I want to recognize you and say thank you. And as always, live brave. This has been an HSG production.